Hey, man. What's going on? Oh, oh nothing. Not <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Uh, have you ever heard of uh, the Tamam Shoed case? Tamam Shoed? Yeah. Case. Is, what what is, about this? Have you ever heard of the Somerton Man? The Somerton Man? Yeah. Tamam Shoed. That's a name? No. Oh. It's the name of the case, the Tamam Shoed case. Tamam Shoed? Is it one yeah. word? No, it's two words. Tamam. Okay. Tamam. Two mom. Tamam. From Shoed. <laughs> and it was a case. Yeah. Post <laughs> postage from Somerton. The Somerton Man? The Somerton Man. I that sounds like it's gonna be an alien thing, but let's do it. <laughs> Gosh, I wish it's not. It the Somerton Man? This has nothing to do with actually, you know what? There could be some aliens. <laughs> if I wanted there to be, I could make it happen. <laughs> yep. That's exactly how all alien stories work. If you want it, you can if make it. If you up. want it, you can add them. Is Summerton a place? Uh, yes. So let's get into it. Yeah, let's uh, start from the beginning of the story. Yeah, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out who this guy is so I can marry his actual granddaughter. <laughs> I think this guy did it. Okay. Uh, you think this guy did it? I think this guy did it. <laughs> a pretty mobster thing to leave with a dead body. And so he started digging, doing some research. Literally or figuratively? <laughs> figuratively. Okay. Well. To mom, should I look further into this? <laughs> Things I learned last night. In, uh, we'll start from the middle. <laughs> we'll start from the middle and see where we end up. Uh, okay, so uh, the uh, manager of one of the railroad stations in Adelaide Thank called you. the police and Thank said you. that they found a briefcase. <laughs> Thank you for going with that bit. That was really good. <laughs> but you gave away a little bit too much there. There's a briefcase. There is a briefcase. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll take it back <laughs> to the beginning. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, on December uh, uh, 1st, 1948, oh. uh, at Somerton Park uh, Beach, okay. which is a beach in Adelaide, Australia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Someone, I don't know why I'm laughing at this. Someone found a dead guy. Uh, <laughs> wow, dude! <laughs> it was 1948. Shut it's up. Been That's a long not. Time. Yeah, I mean he's dead either way, but that doesn't make it fine. What do you mean? I don't. I. <laughs> why are you giggling? I will because I was gonna in originally. 1948. In, you're not gonna believe it. In my head. Oh in my head. <laughs> A guy. <laughs> it died. <laughs> like, what are you freaking? Well, no, in my head, what I was, what I was gonna do was, what I was gonna do was, I could be like, on the beach, they found this, and I was gonna throw the picture of him, like clearly, what? like in, it, it, like on, like a bed, like a dead table Hold at the police on station. A second. Hold on a second. This is a well dressed man. He is. I think I saw an article about this. Really? I didn't read the article. Interesting. I never do. I just I just look at the picture. And <laughs> yeah. I go, ah, this is a dead guy. Get that off our screen. That guy's dead. Yeah. Well, the reason I laughed is because I was going to throw this on stage or on screen and be like, and they, be found like they found this Get on the beach, but here. it's clearly like on the table. He's clearly on the table at the police station. Okay. And so that's why I was laughing because I was like, they didn't find that on yeah. the beach. Dude, people who listen to this already think you're a bad person. <laughs> like you don't got to try to work your way out of it. Okay, great. Okay, so that guy was dead. Yeah, so there's a couple horseback riders. But he's in like a like full beach. suit, like not a suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a button up shirt and a tie. Yeah, so, the, so there's on a lot the of, beach. There's a lot of peculiarities about this. So the, the people that found they him, finally they finally figured it out horseback riding and they're, okay. so they're, they're just trotting along the beach and they see this guy laying up against some rocks on the beach. Okay, and so they went over and they're like, oh, this guy fell asleep on the beach and he's wearing a suit. That's a little strange. And so they went over. They started shaking his legs a little bit to try to wake him up and they're like, oh, he's not going to wake up. Uh, so dead. then they called the police and um, they were like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like you're not going to believe really what we just found out. down here. <laughs> <laughs> We're just riding our horses. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, are you laughing? No, that was the mm, horse. No, it's the horse neighing. <laughs> are you laughing? Nay. <laughs> I. <laughs> so they called the police and they were like, hey, there's a guy down here yeah. who's very well dressed. 
Yes, yeah, so the police come. I think um, we found Joseph A. Bank. <laughs> 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 and I don't like the way he looks. <laughs> is that that? Is that that? No, that's Men's that's Warehouse. warehouse. I always yeah. get confused. Which is why you don't like the way he looks. If it was that's Men's true. Warehouse, you'd like the way he looks. That's it, true. Anyways, um, so the police got there uh, and they began their investigation. Uh, and what they found uh, was interesting. Uh, this is in Australia. This is in Australia, okay. 1948, December 1st. Um, <laughs> yeah. What did they find when they show up? Well, one, um, he had very little on him. Um, Except for clothes. Well, yeah. So he had very little items, personal items. He didn't have a wallet. He didn't have any ID. Okay. He had a lit cigarette that, I mean, it wasn't lit anymore. It burnt out. Okay. A burnt out cigarette. How long did, and a they, lighter. did they estimate how long they thought he had been there? Yeah, they, they think he died overnight at this point. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and so, uh, and it's then like a week old. No, yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. wasn't like he'd been decaying. Um, so burnt out cigarette. Uh, uh, I can't remember if it was a lighter or matches. Something to light the cigarette with. Sure. Uh, firework. <laughs> <laughs> Got to light it quick. <laughs> quick before it shoots away. <laughs> <laughs> Come <laughs> gotta use another you're using a very <laughs> a, you're using you gotta light the firework. <laughs> he so he's got a lighter and then to light the firework. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang gummit. Gosh, why is this so hard? They should really make a way to do this straight to the cigarette. <laughs> Is he trying to light it with a punk? He's just got a cigarette trying to light it with a punk. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, what's strange is, other than that, he has no personal effects except for a folded up piece of paper, and that piece of paper has printed on it, not written, printed, okay. uh, the phrase to mom shoot. Uh, no one knows what that means. How do you spell it? T A N A M space. To mom. S H U D shoot. Okay. To mom shoot. Um, the police have no idea what that means. Um, the another peculiar thing is uh, he's wearing this full suit, uh, but nothing has a tag on it. Uh, all the tags have been cut out. And so like there's evidence that there was tags. Okay. Somebody got rid of them, whether it was this man or somebody else. Okay, and there's no clear and sign. That's suspicious. Yeah, How somebody, many? dude. I I don't like having tags on my shirts. That's fair, but do you have tags cut out of literally all the clothes that you're wearing? I don't have tags on my car. That's how much <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> you know, no, I hate tags. They're itchy. I won't put them no, on my car. I, don't, I don't hate them. No. <laughs> yeah, get those itchy tags off my license plate. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> uh, no tags. Any of his clothes. Not even his tie. All the tags cut off. Okay, so we'll put that in the might be suspicious if you're trying to make a suspicious column. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, him being dead on a beach, suspicious column. <laughs> suspicious, right? <laughs> yeah. Typed, just two words on the paper. Yeah. Whole paper. Yeah. Might be suspicious. This was before the home printers or suspicious. computers. You're right. Yeah. Suspicious the, column. Getting for sure. something printed wasn't easy. Um. Okay. In 1948. Uh, so then they started going around and asking locals that lived along this area if they saw anything weird last night. Okay, um, and so they brought a lot of the locals come to buy buy to the police. <laughs> Just what I don't know they, what happened to your brain. They, they brought a lot of locals to the police station. Okay, to see if they could get an ID of to like look at a body. Him? Yeah, they're like, hey, like a line of people who were like, <laughs> I want to see that body. Like police, there's someone just. They went door to door. 8 a.m. in Adelaide. <laughs> you know this guy? <laughs> Angry dude in his bathrobe with his cup of coffee. He's like, can't you read the sign? He points Nobody's to his Nobody's allowed here. <laughs> Nobody's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
So uh, they call up a bunch of the locals and they come and to look at the body and no one knows who he is. Okay, but some people are like, oh, I did see that guy last night. He was walking along the road next to the beach um, and he just seemed odd. Um, yeah, and so like like he was Something doing seemed odd. I was looking at his clothes. And I was like, he didn't have any tags. No tags on his clothes, and they're like, how do you know that from outside? <laughs> oh, that's a that's like my power. <laughs> I can sense tags. Your shirt has a tag. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how'd you make that shirt if you didn't craft like get a tag to craft it out? <laughs> <laughs> I started with the tag. <laughs> uh, so. Um, they were they're like, yeah, we saw him walking down the street. Okay, in that suit and whatever. And we we're like, oh, that's peculiar that this dude's like walking along this beach road in a suit. Like most people down here are going to the beach or coming back from the beach, um, and he's wearing a full suit. So it's a weird place for him to be walking around. Yeah, um, unless he was going to the beach, which not dressed for it. Was he wearing shoes? Uh, I've never heard a that question asked. I don't know. I assume so. <laughs> I've never heard that question asked. Okay. <laughs> Nobody in any in any of the I mean, articles I've read. That's what I'm saying. I, if watched. he's wearing a full suit, I didn't know if he was down there barefoot at the beach. <laughs> no, that's there, different. Yeah, there was no description of what was on his feet. So okay. I assume he's wearing shoes. I assume he has feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, uh, one of the witnesses was like, yeah, we saw him just walking along the beach and we we're like, oh, that's kind of odd. Um, and then they were like, at one point, he kind of like lifted his arm up like it was bothering him. And he was like trying to like stretch it and like pop it into place or something like that. And then they were like, and then he put his arm down and he just kind of froze. And they're like, and he just sat there like blank stare for a long time, like longer than normal amount of time to just stop. And so like they said, he like stretched a little bit and then he just froze. Okay. Like completely motionless, completely emotionless. And then Suspicious eventually column. he kept walking. Um, after like he just he's like his player logged out for a second. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Just... <laughs> you had to keep and then going. he just kept going. No, you had to keep oh, going with the episode. Great. <laughs> you logging out. Cool. Sweet. Excited about that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, some other uh, uh, locals who witnessed him, they said that they had seen him walking along the beach smoking that cigarette. And they thought it was odd because, again, he's wearing a full suit. And they're like, "What are you doing?" And on then the he beach? logs in. That <laughs> 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 is pretty good bit to me. It's fine. Uh, and so it's fine. <laughs> so the police, like, I guess they invited a bunch of people to look at him. Uh, no one knew who he was. They asked for reports. No one. I hate the police in the forties <laughs> and fifties, dude. Hey, look at this guy. Hey, will you come look at this guy? <laughs> what well, was odd? There's there was no clear signs of how he died. Like yeah. there wasn't. There's fingerprints any all over his shirt. <laughs> there wasn't any wounds, bruising, like no signs of a struggle. Okay. Um, and so the police send this guy off to get autopsied, and they were just like, "Well, let's just wait until." A missing persons report comes in because sure someone nearby probably is going to be like, "Hey, this guy's gone," Um, and that never happened. Uh, And so then they started checking missing persons report around Australia, and none that matched this guy's description ever came up. And then they they spread it out to uh, every English speaking speaking country, uh, and no matching missing persons report came up uh, for this guy. So then this this started to get a little peculiar. There was no evidence that anybody noticed that this guy was gone. Okay. Um, meanwhile, they get this autopsy and the report comes back. Um, and what was interesting was there was signs of rat poison. <laughs> There's and signs toothpicks. <laughs> this guy had eaten a really gross sandwich at one point. So there are signs of poisoning. Oh. Uh, he had a bunch of organs that were that had shut down. Okay, um, and so it was clear signs of poisoning, but there was no poison in his system. And so what had to happen is there are non traceable poisons out there that nefarious people will use because it can't be traced and they like when they interact with the body, they have the effect on all your organs. They shut you down. Sure, but then there's a chemical reaction that transitions it into just natural chemicals that are in the body. And so when an autopsy is okay, when an autopsy is done, yeah, it's just not traceable. <clears throat> yeah, you can't tell what's in there. Okay. And so um, 
So this was not this was not the Mike Malloy crew. Um, this was a group. This was someone who had the means and the know-how of how to poison someone. Poison somebody and make and, it look. Yeah, have kay. no one know what happened. And so now the police are like, okay, well, this is strange. Um, there's no connection to this guy anywhere, and he was poisoned, but we have no way of tracing it. And so they're, they're like, this is a big mystery. And it's, it hit the news. It started cycling throughout Australia. And it was kind of like the big story yeah. of the day. Uh, and so they enlisted the public's health. And what they said is they said, hey, we're looking for a couple things. We need to know, does anyone recognize the guy? They put that, that picture of him in the paper. Um, does anybody recognize this? That's guy? crazy. We just, just put <laughs> pictures of dead people in newspapers. Yeah, I mean, we don't do that anymore. Yeah, I guess that's true. There's no pictures of dead people. I mean, it's not. This is a graphic dead guy, though. Like he's not. I mean, he's not graphic. Dead. But it's like this. Like for all intents and purposes, he's just. I don't know. He's like when your uncle pretends to be dead. That's what he looks like. What? He's like. I mean, that's what he looks like. How often does your uncle pretend to be dead? He's Stop. Like, I don't like looking at this. Just you know, like when <laughs> when your uncle comes out and you're messing with each other, and then he's just like, oh, "You killed me." You know, that's what he looks like. <laughs> okay. This is a weird example to go to. You could have said just anybody pretending to be dead, but you went. That is like uncle. <laughs> that's uncle level. Pretend that's to like be dead. uncle dead though. Yeah, you this know? is not anybody dead. This is uncle. Dead. That's uncle dead. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to you to be my uncle dead. <laughs> uncle dead is my wrestler name. <laughs> Uh, so, so they enlist the public health. They said we need a few things. Do you recognize this guy? Here's a picture of right. this dead guy. Do you recognize him? <laughs> and then they said we need a few other things. We're pretty sure he's from out of town. Um, so, has anybody noticed any misplaced baggage or unaccounted for baggage anywhere? Just anywhere. Um, so there's that. Because that's and, probably his suitcase. <clears throat> yeah. And then third, they were like, there was a torn scrap of paper that said to mom shoot in his pocket. Does anybody know what that means? Or what the other half says. Yeah, what it's from. We think it's from a book. Does anybody recognize that phrase from some book? Um, so uh, luckily, they got bites on two out of three of those things. Nobody knew who he was by looking at him. So that one, that car got taken off the table. But uh, the uh, <laughs> luggage, one of the uh, directors of the railroad station in town called the police and said, hey, we got a misplaced luggage over here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I kept waiting till we get to this point. And so the uh, the police came and like, they show us that briefcase. Like, show us that that luggage and they opened it up and it was the typical thing you would expect in a luggage from someone who's traveling yeah. some clothes inch MacBook, <laughs> you know, <laughs> iPhone uh, uh, and uh, toiletries, stuff like that. What was strange was uh, all the clothes missing tags. Ooh. Uh, so put it in the only suspicious. If you think it's suspicious column, <laughs> <laughs> here's what's here's what else is interesting. Um, so all, they that they're going on that that they go. Yes, yeah, this, this guy's suitcase. Well, here's a couple. Here's a couple of other interesting pictures things. of him dead in the suitcase. <laughs> How did they do it? You know, it's the pictures of him from the paper. They cut, they cut him out, snuck him into the briefcase in the real talking time travel right now. <laughs> I like it. No, so the uh, uh, the suitcase or the the clothes in the suitcase. What else was interesting about it was uh, they were made. There was multiple clothing items in here okay. that were made from a specific kind of threading that wasn't available in Australia. It was only available in the United States at the time. Okay. So they went and they checked, and that was the same kind of thread that the man at the beach was wearing. And so they're like, this is a pretty decent connection. The tags are cut out, the same kind of thread, a missing bag from a guy we're pretty sure is from out of town. This guy's American. <laughs> yeah, he's case closed. We don't care anymore. <laughs> <clears throat> That's how it works. That's how it works. If American goes missing in other countries, they go, yeah, stupid yeah. Americans. <laughs> Bummer. He got lost in another country. Oh, no. Yeah, let's oh, just no, say a kangaroo yeah, got let him. Let him go. Yeah. Um, 
Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. Uh, if you like our show, make sure to leave a podcast review in whatever platform you use, or if you're on YouTube, drop a comment. Uh, if you want to listen to another episode, my favorite right now is Jose Canseco. Uh, it's this guy in the MLB who really brought steroids mainstream for the sport and did a lot of other just absolutely insane stuff. And there might be a little bit of aliens in it. So check that episode out. It's one of my favorites. But thanks for being here. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, it's that time of year again, which means every night you wake up in the middle of the night freezing cold, and so you get a bunch of blankets, and then you wake up a couple hours later, and you're burning up. So you take all the blankets off and repeat the cycle all night long. Well, I got good news for you. Miracle Made has the solution. Miracle Made has silver-infused fabrics that are inspired by NASA that makes the sheets thermoregulated, and they're designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. So if you need to be cooler, it helps keep you cooler. If you need to be warmer, it helps keep you warmer. And it's that same silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, which means these sheets stay cleaner and fresher three times longer than traditional bed sheets. So no more gross odors. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today and whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L-N at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20% off. Miracle is so confident in their product that is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. So, but other than that, there wasn't a lot of uh, good leads except for um, there was a couple... uh, items in there the his one of the ties and like a little canvas bag that had a label on it that said t keen um and so like that is a name probably <laughs> okay uh so again yeah i was a detective school and uh that gives me the knowledge to know that uh t is probably a abbreviated first name keen might be a last name you know yeah, no, don't worry. I'm here now. We can solve this crime. <laughs> so they started calling around for a T Keen. Um, couldn't find one. Not in Australia, not in Great Britain, not in the United States, not in Canada. Nowhere. Where is freaking T Keen? <laughs> there's, there's no T Keen anywhere. <laughs> uh, and so uh, the police kind of concluded that they think T Keen was uh, White Rabbit. Uh, whoever did this. They left that name in there to throw okay, us on okay, that okay, trail okay. and chase sure, sure, that sure. without. Yeah, it was a yeah, trick. You poison somebody, you know, make yeah. it look like. Well, it's harder to do that now, but yeah, you try to trick the police. Yeah, and get them off your trail a little bit. And that was what they thought the T Keen thing was. Okay, um, which T Keen. When you say that. T Keen, it's it feels like did you ever play Crash Bandicoot? We were talking about this in the Discord the other day. What? Where'd that come from? <laughs> Have you ever played Crash Bandicoot? No. Really? I think so. Uh, but not enough to be like, I played Crash Bandicoot. 
Tikin sounds like one of like it'd be the name of one of the characters in Crash Bandicoot. We were oh, talking about okay, it in the Discord. Okay, okay. It made me think of it. Speaking of the Discord, this was recommended by Danley Man, um, who's recommended a lot of stuff for us. Yeah. Um, he's uh, yeah, he's hitting a true hero of a Patreon supporter um, for sure. <clears throat> so, um, but anyways, uh, the other thing that came up from them reaching out to the public was that note, and some guy came forward and was like, "You're not gonna believe this." <laughs> <laughs> I think this guy did it. Okay. Uh, you think this guy did it? I think this guy did it. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. I touched a spaceship and there was what I could describe as a download. And I just typed out. <laughs> it just said to mom shoot over and over and over again. Uh, so, so yeah, so are you going to log back in or am I just going to have to keep powering through right now? Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just back. Okay. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? I, it was downloaded. I was downloaded. <laughs> no, what happened was this guy called the police and he was like, he was like, I met this guy named T Keen last night. Uh, and I killed him. <laughs> you can't believe this. I killed the guy on the beach. Guy on the beach. He looks familiar. And I woke up and I was like a little hungover, right? And then I was just remembering my drunken night. And then I went, "Oh no! <laughs> I think I killed that guy." I'm the guy. Uh, no. So he said uh, on the night of the murder. Yeah. Or whatever happened on the night of the, the death. Um, he said he he lives right by the beach, and so he parked on the street and he left his back window down by mistake. He said he woke up in the morning and somebody had tossed a book in the back seat of his car. And he opened up that book and the last page of the book was torn torn in half. And they took it down to the police station, and it lined up with that torn piece that, okay. that said to mom shoot. What the book was. <clears throat> And this is why I think he did it because I was like, "How did that? What did that just end up in your car?" I just car? left my window I down. Left my window down. And he threw it in a random. Threw it in my car. Random car. <laughs> and you know, yeah. Um, what was the book? The book How was to a kill book. someone to get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> the book was a book called uh, Rubyot uh, by Omar. To mom shoot just means the end. Yeah, it does actually. Um, And so yeah, it's a uh, he was a Persian poet. Honestly, a pretty mobster thing to leave with a dead body. It's it's just the end. What are you, the Riddler? (laughs) The end. Is this that your your super villain call sign is just leaving? Also, what do you call yourself, the bookworm? Right, you just leave all the ends. He about? just carries that book. He's got like no. He's got different books. Hundreds, yeah. it's hundreds of, his, of that book. Yeah, dude. And you go home on his bookshelf, and that's like that's his all mo- the books. That's his memento from killing people. Is like yeah. He pulls it out and he goes ah oh, yeah, the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. He's like yeah. I killed T Keen. And like the end is ripped out. Honestly, ripped out. we're writing a movie right now. Yeah, that could be pretty. That's a pretty good lie, killer. That's pretty cool. That's at least an it's NCIS <laughs> episode. You know what I'm talking about? Like, if not a movie, not a movie. It's NCIS. Um, and, and so this, when the police saw this, yeah, their conclusion was this guy's telling the truth. <laughs> their conclusion was the guy committed suicide, and oh. that was his suicide note. That was the way of him saying to this is shoot. the end to mom shoot. Um, uh, but that uh, that leaves some questions. Okay, because he showed up in town with a suitcase full of stuff that he just left at the railroad station, the rail station, the train station. There we go, the train station. Uh, <laughs> and then he poisoned himself with an untraceable poison. Um, yeah. Well. But that's also the assumption that it was poison. I mean, like, there's other things that could cause all those organs to fail. Like, just the autopsy report. The guy who did the autopsy, he said, "I'm confident this was a poison, but I yeah. cannot label." Well, let's look what at that guy's bookshelf. <laughs> you know, 
The guy who did the autopsy, I don't trust him. <laughs> That's another movie, an autopsist. Uh, an autopsist, <laughs> a coroner. I like autopsist <laughs> better. An autopsist. Oh yeah, I'm an autopsist. <laughs> hmm. An autopsist who kills people to get to do the autopsy. What about a guy who doesn't understand the difference between <laughs> autopsy and optometry, and so he goes to optometry school <laughs> thinking, and he's, and he's like, like dude, we we're start? spending so much time on the eyeballs. <laughs> I thought we just closed them. <laughs> Like when when are we to learn about the rest of the body? <laughs> Spends four years in optometry school. It doesn't figure it out. <laughs> I just like that idea. Oh gosh. Uh so um they label it uh a suicide and they kind of close the book, right? Yeah, sure. The literally they close Ruby out. Uh, which, by the way, was from uh, first or no, eleventh century Persia. Oh, so it's an old book. Interesting. Um, so uh, another detective, though, was like, "I think we should look a little closer into this." And so he, he checked. Goes, the, he checks I don't the think book. This is the end. <laughs> <laughs> to mom, should Mm-mm. to mom, should I look further into this? <laughs> yes. And so he he grabs the book and he notices that on the back cover there are indentations. So he traces the indentations on the back cover and there's it's a bunch of letters. It's a string of letters all the way down like someone had a like piece of paper had, yes, written and on they the were writing on yes. the back. Um, but those letters... So you guys do the thing where you put the paper over it and then you just like do the... Yeah. So he traced That's it. like true detective work though. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And it just says be sure to drink your old tea. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're like, Dad, go, dude! Can't get away from these advertisements. <laughs> A book from first century. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so he he traces it, but it doesn't spell out anything. There's and they tracked it to every known language, and they're like, this doesn't spell anything. Yeah. So like, this must be. It's just the zodiac killer's <laughs> letter. <laughs> Who is this? He's been killing. He's been doing this. Uh, it's a, so they're like this must be a cipher, and so they started trying okay. to decode. They think that the book was used uh, to some kind of code, and so there's something where you're like flipping through the pages, and, and okay, and so that's why they had it on the back cover. He was going through and then writing down this, those codes. Sure. Um, and then once they solved it, he tore that page to go do the kill or the hit or whatever it was. What? Was what else was very peculiar is they flipped the book over. The front cover also had indentations. I was about to ask. Yeah, the front cover. The front cover was a phone number, and so they look up this phone number, and it belonged to a local woman. Hold on, let me. Uh, That's what it says in the phone book. They didn't have names in the forties. <laughs> Just a local, <laughs> a local woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, rights weren't the same back then. You know. Oh my gosh. Oh hey, I wanna I wanna show you this actually. I'm glad Is it I another dead this. person? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanna show you this real quick. <laughs> Unrelated, not even like <laughs> hey, hey, I wanna show you this real quick. <laughs> this is the code that they traced on the on the back cover. Okay. Um and they're like he crossed stuff out too. Um so it looks like he was working on it. Like trying this is to interesting. solve this. So yeah, very strange. Okay. Um, okay. Anyways. Um. Uh, but yeah, so then that phone number uh, was traced back to a Jessica Thompson uh, who lived in New South Wales, um, which uh, was where this happened. She lived like five minutes from where this happened. Okay. Um, and uh, she was a uh, nurse in the military uh, that served in the war. Um, and so uh, this is the World War Two or the emu one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I served in the war. <laughs> people are just like, thank you for your service. Yeah, you're, you're a- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, t- were we going to make the great emu war veteran hats? <laughs> I think we were <laughs> forgot about ah, that. We got to do that. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Certain emu. Okay. Uh, and so they called her and they said, hey, you know anything about this? And then she's like, no, and they're like your number was in the book. 
And she was like, what book? The phone book? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Local yeah. woman. Yeah, they do that. Uh, now, so they asked her to come down. They're like, you want to look at this dead body? You want to see him? <laughs> well, she comes. You got to put on your white gloves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so she comes down to the police station to look at the dead body. And yeah. what was interesting is the coroner uh, gave a report saying that her response was very odd. Uh, because remember, she was a nurse yeah. in the military. Um, during she's seen dead bodies World before. War II. Yeah, and she's seen probably much more gruesome dead bodies than this. And he said that when she walked in the room, um, she was fine, like totally, like pretty friendly, normal, whatever. And then they pulled back the the blanket or whatever to reveal Who the man's was? face. And she said that her countenance totally changed, and it was like she had seen a ghost. Um, and she looked down, refused to look at him. And they're like, do you know this man? And, he sh- and she was like, no, I do not know this man. And then uh, they're like, are you sure that you don't know who this is? She's like, no, I've, I have no idea I've who never, that is. Yeah, I have no idea. I've never seen that. And she's like, can, can I leave now? And, she, and they were like insisting, trying to be like, do you know? And she's like, no, I have no idea who that is. Um, okay. <laughs> and they're like, all right, <laughs> see you later. Goodbye. <laughs> and she goes to mom shoot. What did you just say? <laughs> I said, I hope tomorrow's good. <laughs> um, so she goes home. Is and she is she connected to the guy with that called in for the book? No, no. Oh, now we know. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I should say I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she is. Um, Maybe she threw in the backseat. Oh, no. So at this point, the police are out of ideas. Sure. They followed everything that they have um, and they've just said, you know what? We're pretty sure this guy committed suicide um, and they buried him in a grave that said uh, the unknown man. Um, but what they did was because they were like, who knows if some more evidence were to come up and so they embalmed the body. They took a cast of his whole body oh, and wow. kept that at the police station. Killed <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, it. <laughs> you want to see something? <laughs> They filled it, made a statue of him, right? And they put it in the town square. <laughs> now he's called the Summerton Man, right? And they have a big summer they have festival. A big festival. There's yeah. a museum. The statue's terrifying, <laughs> to be honest with you. It looks way scarier. People walk by, they go, oh, Uncle Dead. You know, Uncle it's, it's, it's not great. So they took this big cast of them, kept it at the police station, and then they it's embalmed kept the it body. In the police station? What are you talking about? Like, there's yeah. a cast of that guy. Yeah, just in case some more evidence came forward and they had to. That's such I don't a know. huge. That's a big cast to just <laughs> yeah. have at the police station. Is what I I'm guess, saying. I guess. <laughs> I mean, they had a back closet somewhere where they kept all the other dead casts. <laughs> that's a big thing. To, okay. Uh, and then uh, they embalmed the body mm-hmm. and they buried him in a shallow grave under dry dirt so that way if they, they needed dig to him dig him up. up he was involved they could dig him up and they could continue the investigation. Okay, the police were just like we're pretty sure he killed himself, but we don't know for sure. Um, end of story. Basically. Can you on my tombstone put the unknown <laughs> man <laughs> the unknown man. It's kind of a cool thing to have. On your yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's super it's cool. Pretty cool um, and so it became this and they thing just put the end in some <laughs> it's foreign some language language. <laughs> Um, so uh, this became kind of like a folk legend around Australia, and then eventually it started to spread outside of Australia, and everybody had their theories. From the general, ex- generally accepted theory of suicide to sure. a drunken night that went too far, and he, he had alcohol poisoning. To, to we're all living a second <laughs> life. His owner logged out. You know he. <laughs> Forgot um, to feed him like a neo pet, and then he just died. <laughs> the most common theory, though, is that he was a spy. Um, Clearly, which I mean, checks out. He cut out all of his tags. Um, Why would that? You keep going to that. Why would spies need to do that? So no one could identify him. The tags of whatever the brand of the shirt you're wearing. Yeah, they tell you what size shirt you wear. They also say. Canada, U.S., whatever, like wherever it was sold. Okay, so people could track you at least a little bit. Um, what information do you have on your shirt tag? Don't wash this this I, way. I don't have a tag. 
play the Twilight <laughs> Zone. The <laughs> play that over the. <laughs> I don't have a tag. <laughs> might be suspicious. <laughs> that might be suspicious. But then he's got this the the book and the code and the coming into town. No one knows who he is. Yeah, the suspicious death um, that lady who was like, no, no, I don't know who he is. Yeah, um, and so the theory is that she, she was another spy. Oh, she did the killing because they were like enemy. So spies. We're s- oh, enemy spies. Yeah, I thought we, enemy I thought, spies. Okay, um, because she did have a military background. Um, it's true. And so in the emu war. Yeah, and she lived nearby. <laughs> Uh, so she threw the book in the car, killed the guy, left the note while she deciphered the code, found her mark, left her phone number on the book. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what was the ripped out? The why thing. is she writing down her own phone number? It's a brand new number. She just left the Verizon store, had to remember it. Yeah, <laughs> can't forget that. Now got to solve this code. And she lived five minutes away. So you think they tapped her because she's a local spy? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you think it lower. It works like Uber. <laughs> Where they're just like, we got to hit. Let's find the closest the spy. Closest spy. <laughs> the algorithm identifies who's closest. Yeah, here's a spy. Uh, do they need them to kill someone ding, or ding, ding, listen ding. to someone? Kill this guy for six dollars thirty nine cents. <laughs> Except deal. <laughs> Surge pricing. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's surge pricing. <laughs> um, so uh, another theory, though, was that uh, they were lovers, and that's where I was going. Yeah. Um, and he had traveled to come see her. They had gotten into some sort of disagreement. Sure, where's your tags? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I cut them out. I don't like the way they feel. I made those shirts for you. I started with the tag, and I made a shirt. And you just ripped the tag right out. You ripped my heart out, <laughs> Thomas Keen. <laughs> so uh, let's go get some drinks. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Weird. <laughs> suspicious. <laughs> Sorry. Suspicious only if you're trying to be suspicious. Sure. So uh, he came to town, and he on that book. I don't know if he was trying to write out a love note. But that's all he could <laughs> all he wrote out. All he yeah, could muster. That's post poison right there. That's Virgo Sign here. That's what that line of the bill looks like. Sign you need to sign it. It's As you sign, we're married we're, forever. This is a wedding. <laughs> hey, are you, Thomas? Are you here, Thomas? Thomas, give me that book. I'm throwing this in someone's car. <laughs> this isn't ours. <laughs> that was theirs. We just took that book. <laughs> I'm gonna go lay down on the beach. <laughs> Here, take this cigarette and fireworks. So it's potential. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too poisoned for this. Hey, thank you again for listening to this episode. Making sure that you don't miss one in the future. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, whether that be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. You'll get an alert when we drop a new episode. And if you want more, if you want something a week early, you want to be part of our Discord, more access to us as creators, uh, you can support this show on Patreon. It helps us go a long way. Nothing that we're doing is possible without our Patreon supporters. If you want more information about that, please text Tillin to 66866. Thank you so much for being here. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Man, today I'm having one of those days where I'm just about at the end of the day and I'm thinking, man, I wish I had more time. Have you ever had a day like that where you're like, oh, there's not enough hours in the day? But that got me thinking, what would I do if I had more hours in the day? And the reality is most of us would probably fill it up with the same stuff and at the end say, man, I wish I had more hours in the day. The reality is, if you're not making time for the things that you want to make time for, there's other stuff that's going to squeeze its way in, and you're going to find yourself wishing you were spending time on other stuff 
Anyways, that's where therapy can be helpful. Uh, Having someone you can talk to to say, hey, what are my priorities in my life? And how do I make those priorities in my life? And someone who can hold you accountable to keeping those priorities priorities. I know my counselor and I have been on a journey for a few years now, and it's been so helpful to have someone to talk and sort through life with. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I say this a lot, but I cannot recommend therapy enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, maybe give BetterHelp a try. It's 100% online. It's designed from the top to bottom to be convenient. Uh, And you can fit literally any schedule. Speaking of schedules, BetterHelp fits literally any schedule. So it's super valuable for people like me (laughs) who have a hard time fitting things into their schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. So you came to see this girl and uh, she was not interested. Uh, So not interested that she killed him or so not interested that he killed himself or those are the two interested. She gave him a fake phone number. That fake number happens to belong to a spy who then killed her. (laughs) Yeah. Why that was what a rough time, you know? Yeah. What an unlucky This is an unlucky draw. Uh, so anyways, so uh, those are kind of the leading theories uh, today though. Uh, actually two days ago something interesting happened. Um, okay on July 26th 2022. Uh, there's a guy by the name of Derek Abbott um, who is a professor at the University of Adelaide um, who has been obsessed with this for decades. Um, <laughs> Healthy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Let's tell Derek Abbott's story for a second. Um, so Derek Abbott um, <laughs> is dead. Uh, <laughs> here's a picture of me. Here's a picture of Derek Abbott. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, so he's Derek, a professor. Derek, he's a professor, and he was like, "I think we can solve this." Um, and so he started digging and doing some research. Literally or figuratively? <laughs> figuratively. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll get there. Figuratively, literally. Uh, so <laughs> he started doing some research, yeah. and his thought was, if we could identify the family tree, then maybe we could identify who this Where guy he is. Fits in. Sure. Um, and figure out what happened to him if we know who we he went is. Twenty-three and mead the body. <laughs> well. Um, he went and he asked the police. He said, "Hey, remember when you took a cast of that dead guy like sixty years ago? Could I have it?" <laughs> and they were like, "Okay." Uh, so he took it and he like, said, "Yeah, it's on the third floor. Anything with red tape on it." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yours. So he he took it and the cast inside the cast. Lo and behold, some hairs had stuck to the cast, and so he took it and okay. started doing some DNA research on it. Um, that was. Mostly threw inc- it into ancestry.com. Yeah, it was mostly inconclusive, uh, <laughs> but in doing that, uh, he had a couple ideas because we had the identity of that woman who had the phone number. True, and so he was able to ha- find out that that woman with the phone number um, was pregnant at the time. Oh, and uh, she was dating a guy that she later married, um, but it was not his child. That child that was born, his name was Robin. <clears throat> and a significant detail about Robin is Robin grew up to become a professional ballet dancer. Something that was very strange about the body on the beach was that he had extremely muscular calves. Uh, people this often remarked, <laughs> this, this is, is a joke. This is serious. you're such an idiot right this now. Is 100% Shut serious. up. This is 100% Something had, very interesting about it <laughs> was that he died and his ankles just. I mean, it looked like he spent his whole life on his toes. You know, a witness, a witness said, "I saw him just bounding down the street, pirouetting his shoulder." <laughs> Hold on, I think move it to suspicious. We and Abbott just cracked this thing. Mostly Abbott, but also we were involved, right? The way you just. <laughs> That is a ballet move, right? There. I don't that know. Thing, that's a ballet thing. Um, so, what, what they said was uh, 
they often remarked the size of his calves, how muscular his calves Please were. Way. People were just talking about his calves. Yeah, a lot of people saw this. Please body. put that on my tombstone. <laughs> the unknown man, remarkable <laughs> calves. <laughs> I know that we filmed this show. There's a table, and you can't see my calves. But I'm gonna be real with you. They're great. Ooh, great baby. calves. Dude, I was a baseball catcher growing up. My legs are awesome. <laughs> he also. Was described as having petite feet. Shut up! That is <laughs> not a hundred percent. You're telling true. me you didn't bring that up earlier when I said, "Hey." <laughs> well, I wanted the big reveal. Yeah, what's his shoes like? <laughs> hey, it's funny you no mentioned that. No one talked about his it. feet were <laughs> petite. <laughs> petite. <laughs> so, uh, he, uh, everybody, especially the police, everybody was talking about it. <laughs> everybody, especially did the, the calves police. That, did you see the calves on that cast that we got back there? Look at her calf cast. Uh, so the police were like, we're pretty sure this guy was a yeah, ballet dancer. I've been working on my calves lately, and every once in a while, I sneak back to that room, open up that cast, and put my calf in there to see if it's like sized up or not. You know, that's calf goals. <laughs> so <laughs> the police were like, this guy's a ballet dancer. Shut. That up. was the conclusion that they made. But all the way back then, all the way back then, the police were like, this guy's a ballet dancer. And so when Abbott traced that girl who was pregnant. Had a and baby. The son is a and ballet the son dancer. Became grew up to become a professional ballet dancer. Abbott was like, "Well, that's pretty significant." So he went to track down that woman, but she had since died. Mm. So she went to track down Robin, but he had also since died. Oh, but luckily, um, he was a professional ballet dancer, so a lot of people knew about him. So he followed around his paper trail. Sure, <laughs> uh, and he found a woman that the guy had danced with a lot. Um, that he ended up in a relationship with and they had danced a little bit together. I <laughs> danced with a lot. You do you, you, you dance enough <clears throat> with a with a, a gal and then all of a sudden you got two kids and a house payment, you know, <laughs> and it started with a little dance started with just, just a little ballet. That's why those eighth grade dances. They're very like the chaperones like yeah. Hey, yeah, think this through. Yeah, exactly. You want to have a car payment with them. <laughs> Somebody said that to me. Made three dance. Do you want to have a car payment with her? <laughs> really made me think through some things, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. How much is a car payment? Well, I don't know how much is. Car- and at that time, three hundred dollars sounds like whoa. <laughs> wow. Every month. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Um, so, uh, they they had been dancing together for a while, but they were young and they were just coming up, so they did not have a lot of money yet. Sure. And they had a child. Okay. Uh, who they gave up for From adoption. The dancing. <laughs> <laughs> the dance. That's why the Christian college won't let you do it. <laughs> dancing leads to children. Uh, so they had this this child and they gave her up for adoption um, and uh, that girl ended up going and tracking down her mom and when she was an adult tracked down her mom. Yeah, connected with her mom and they began doing ballet together um, Abbott tracked down that that woman, the mom of the woman who had the relationship with Robin before Robin died. Okay. Um, Abbott tracked her down and uh, also started she, doing ballet with her. <laughs> Just you got to get you got to establish rapport. Yeah, they walked in. I learned that. In, I learned that in detective and he's like, school. Hi, I'm Derek, and, I, and she was like, "You have great calves." <laughs> he's like, "Thank you, thank you." Would you? Should I dance with them? Would you like to dance? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but the the mom wanted nothing to do with him. Mm. Um, she was like very aggressive, trying to get him to leave. But the daughter, I think her name was Rachel, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, she was like, I think we should hear him out. And so she went behind her mom's back and was like, Hey, let's meet up. Let's go grab dinner and we can talk through this because she had never heard of any of this. Yeah. So Derek tells her about the whole case and. And basically is like petite feet. Yeah, basically Derek is like, I think this guy might be your grandfather. That if was we found. could put you in the cast <laughs> and see if your calves match up, <laughs> we need to match your calves. You are the missing link. Uh, and so they have this dinner uh, and then he kind of does Do the big reveal him? where he's like, I think it's you um, or I think it's your grandpa uh, and uh, she's like, okay, well, what do you need from me? And he's like, I need your DNA. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, she agrees and he takes some of her hair um, <laughs> in the middle of the restaurant. <laughs> Thank you. 
Sir, you can't cut her hair here. I'm plucking you. <laughs> How many of these do you need to pluck? <laughs> you can pull. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I logged out there. <laughs> so, uh, Here's the, here's the best part of the Abbott story. Uh, Is that they were not related. The DNA showed it. They weren't even <laughs> close, dude. The best part of the Abbott story is the next day he proposed to her <laughs> and they got married and they had three kids. Is that real? Shut up. That's real. <laughs> You can't dance with anybody. <laughs> no way. One dinner together. She says yes to a DNA test. And he's like, he's like, well, you said yes to one question. I have another. No. Yeah, yeah, they got married. So uh, he basically I, now let's look at this from a different perspective though. All right, let's look at this from her mom's perspective. Right? <laughs> he, he shows up and he's like, hey, I'm trying to track down who I think might be Robin's dad. Yeah, and she goes. No, I want nothing to do with you. And yeah. he's like, I want to marry your daughter. <laughs> I just picture her coming home after that dinner. She's like, hey, I got dinner with that Derek guy. He asked for my DNA and she's like, well, and also weird. my hand in marriage. <laughs> He asked for a hair from my head and my hand in marriage. <laughs> yeah, so they got married uh, and they uh, kind of they bonded over the trying to track down her dead grandpa thing. And every mo- every night before his kids go to bed, he goes, "Let me tell you about your great grandfather." Allegedly. <laughs> well, they actually. I watched a documentary. All three, all three <laughs> of them ballet dancers. Calves are huge, dude. <laughs> Your kid has adult calves. <laughs> Just a scrawny little kid with massive calves, dude. I mean, huge calves. Right now, they wobble. It's weird. And it's really hard grow because into their it. feet are so petite, right? They can't even hold them up, right? They got to be related to that guy. That's bonkers. That's that's also a breach of boundaries with his with his own life, right? You can't marry into the story you're trying to figure out. So, uh, yeah, I, I watched the documentary. They have this playroom with the kids. The kids are coloring in the playroom, right? <laughs> and they point over to this wall, and there's this painting. And they're like, "That's our grandma." And they talk about her a little bit. And then they turn up point to the other wall, and they're like. That's the man on the beach. He might be our grandpa, and it's a painting of like what they think he looked like alive. Oh, I thought it was the picture you showed <laughs> me at the beginning. It's the dead picture. <laughs> it's the dead uncle picture. That might be our grandpa. <laughs> that might be our grandpa. <laughs> they put a stocking out for him at Christmas. You know, <laughs> they photoshopped him in all the family pictures. <laughs> well, because she's adopted, she's really not even like connected. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> So did they, is it are they genetically connected or no? Uh, so as of two days ago, uh, he came forward to and say said, I married her <laughs> and I'm convinced uh, well, we need to back this story up a little bit. You think uh, I would so do he, it. you think I would leave my wife and two kids to marry this girl if I wasn't sure Hold on. You were married, <laughs> Wait, hold before? On. You were married before this. Uh, so he here's here's an important part of the story. Um, this happened like a decade ago. Okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And he got her hair and they've been testing it, but it's been inconclusive. Yeah. And they've been testing it. He at takes a, the he university. takes one of her hairs every morning. <laughs> every morning to work. He's like, oh, let me take that. And she's like, honey, I'm running out of hair. She looks like the doll <laughs> from Rugrats. <laughs> Why does your head look like that? Oh, no, my, my husband's husband. doing research. Yeah, my husband's trying to find my dead grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and all the kids go allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, so he, for about a decade, has been trying to get the Australian government to dig up the body 
um, because he wanted because th- th- these have been inconclusive. The DNA test. Oh, he's the like, if we could get involved. a tooth, if we could get a tooth or something, we could get really good DNA and know for sure. Sure. And so he's been trying and trying, but the Australian government's like, "Bro, you're weird, man. <laughs> like, we're not gonna do that." No, mate. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. <laughs> and then a new attorney general steps in. in like, yeah, give him a teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. My first action as attorney general. <laughs> Dig give that, that man the teeth. <laughs> Dig up all the dead. <laughs> <laughs> They're still alive, guys. Like he's just crazy. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> <laughs> dig them all up. Get them out of the ground, right? <laughs> this Why guy. do we put them all on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> and then this guy is like. This guy's crazy, <laughs> but this is a good opportunity <laughs> for me. Great. Let me get my hands on that dead guy. That specific <laughs> dead guy. <laughs> uh, so this attorney general was like, yeah, that sounds like a great call. And sure. so they dig up the body, the, but they were like the police have to handle this. And so yeah. they send it to the coroner to do some DNA testing. This was in 2019 at the end of 2019, which as you remember, 2020 happened sidelined everything for a little while. Um, well, they can't do DNA tests in 2020. <laughs> yeah, you got to get this really close to the body. Get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They they it, it sidelined the project for a little bit, but they just went back to it, um, and the police are still working on it. But um, I As guess of two days ago, I guess Derek Abbott has not stopped working on it. He not doesn't clearly. have the body, so I don't know what he's getting. But his he's DNA got the from. time. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> um, and so he's come forward to the Australian CNN uh, and he's said that he's identified the Somerton man as a Carl Charles Webb <laughs> um, who was an electrical engineer and an instrument maker born in Melbourne in 1905 um, and he says he's still researching his connection to everything and what happened to him, but he's confident that that's who that is and so CNN went to the police and were like, can you can you verify can you this? Can you, yeah, yeah, they were like well, we can't uh, comment on this at this point in our investigation. So Abbott is pretty confident of who it is, which sure. this would be no relation to uh, his wife. Well, maybe Carl uh, wouldn't maybe I guess maybe um, it's not. I, I think it's not maybe I shouldn't say he wouldn't be. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out who this guy is so I can marry his actual granddaughter. <laughs> I'm looking for his granddaughter. <laughs> I've been he's got really tiny calves and he's like he's like I don't want to carry that gene. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's confident that it's this Carl Charles Webb, um, but uh, there's not uh, uh, the police haven't uh, confirmed that and uh, he hasn't identified like the storyline yet. He's just come forward to say I've got I've got an ID. Uh, okay, so and that was two days ago. So this is a developing story. Um, so keep your TVs tuned to Tillin TV. Uh, Don't do that because <laughs> we're going to report it to you first. <laughs> All of your calf related news. Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's the summer to man. It's a it's an unsolved mystery. We still don't know. Um, uh, the documentaries are weird. What there. what possesses um, somebody to go? I'm going to dedicate my life to this. I mean, if you're Derek, the you're looking for your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that that man's granddaughter <laughs> is my soulmate. There's a scene in the documentary where they were walking along the beach together and they like sat down on a rock together and they're like, they're like right there. That's where he died. And then that's he, real. Yeah. And then he was like, he was like, he's like, you know, if it weren't for that, we never would have. <laughs> If it were grandpa's possible murder. Yeah, that's what I used to say whenever I used to meet girls at funerals. Did you know that? I used to, I used to go pick them up at funerals. You know, just go hang out. Be like, sad, isn't it? Yeah, sad, isn't it? But if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be meeting right yeah, now. Yeah. You know, it was a great pickup story. line. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, so do you know who that guy's granddaughter is? <laughs> <laughs> you know that guy's granddaughter. <laughs> I just hate the idea of 
Does anybody else have any words? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one of you is his granddaughter? So anyway, that's the Summerton Man. Uh, crazy story. Wow. Um, no real conclusion, uh, it, but maybe soon. Maybe soon we'll know. Uh, I personally. So you, you would say that this is the Tamam shoot of the episode? Uh, yeah. I want to say my theory, though. I personally think that he probably. Fiddle off. Things I Learned Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media, produced by Christian Taylor, audio by Alex Garnett, video by Connor Betts, our graphics and our logo by Caleb Goldberg, and our social media is run by Caleb Walker. Our hosts are Jaren Myers and Tim Stone. Follow us on your favorite social media platform at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Remember to tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Things I Learned Last Night. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode.